say we kick the tires and light the fires. What's going on tonight, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Race Time Radio. How you doing? I'm Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm Jr., right here in the Race Time Radio studio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. We've got lots to cover of, uh, lots to talk about. Snowball Derby is coming up. Uh, we got lots of stuff happening there, Junior. What are you doing there? Hey, it was a quiet Look, weekend. There wasn't a whole lot of racing, right? It was just the Formula One. No, but this is, we this got, is withdrawal weekend for everybody, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Lewis Hamilton kicks, kicked everybody's butts in, in Formula One uh, once again. But, uh, hey, it was uh, it was a good season. We got lots to, uh, to cover off of. Uh, things that happened. We've got lots to preview about things to come uh, for 2022. Uh, and uh, as well, uh, you know, we got a chance last night to uh, uh, let the hair down a little bit and go to a uh, go to a little bit of a shop party uh, for our friends at Bester Forest Products. Uh, they invited us over to a shop party over in uh, just outside Walkerton, Ontario. Mm. Um, great time. Great time. Jordy has got quite the palace there, doesn't he? He's got, he's got a cool car collection, yeah. man. It's, uh, uh, he's got uh, just a racing family, a Ford racing family. Oh. Bester, Bester Forest Products, Jordy and, and, uh, and, and, you know, Bruce and the whole gang over there. Of course, Kenny Grube uh, with his 36 car and uh, Lane Zardo, you know, celebrating the championship that they had this year. Um, over at uh, in in the uh, in the Quick Quick series, so uh, pretty uh, pretty cool uh, get together. Lots of people, probably I don't know what, what there be oh. 55, 60 people there. Oh, at least yeah. At least there was... I, I don't know where else you could go. Uh, here's the company that we were in last night. Yeah, uh, Bruce Bester, Jordy, yep. his brother. Uh, of course, all the crew guys have seen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kenny Grubb last night, of course, he owns the 36 car. Lane Zardo, yeah. seen Lane, seen Brad last night. Randy McKenzie, haven't seen him in forever. Yeah. Uh, and, and and I turn around, here's Bill Zardo. Yeah. I haven't seen Billy Z, senior in a long time. Yeah. Uh, Ron Lipsky, another yeah. guy. Like, uh, it, it just kept on coming all night long. It was a lot of fun. Uh, they got a great, great car collection. And, you know, Andy, after Andy was uh, done with his short track racing end of it, he got into, like, these antique tractors. Yep. And I know last night I spent some time with them out in the back shop, and uh, they had a 1963 four-wheel drive Ford tractor. And I'll tell you what, this thing looked like it just rolled off the assembly line. That's how that's how clean it is. Um and they had to, they were doing some work to it, and they said, you know, we're going to try and fire it up tonight. Do you want to come back here and see? Said, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take a shot back there. And I thought, yeah, it. They this thing looks brand new. Um, and they they put a battery to it, pushed the starter button, and I'll tell you what, Junior, that thing did not roll over. If you were to say a full stroke was one foot, I'll bet you that thing didn't roll over an inch, and it was fired up. That's cool. Oh, very cool. Very, very. I said, uh, you guys preset that. You've had this thing running. And they said, no, no, no kidding. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun seeing Brian McDonald last night. Yeah. Uh, He had a good season this year, of course. Brian McDonald, great builder, uh, connected with so many different race teams. Asked him last night, said, Brian, how did you make out this year? He said, we got a lot of wins. We got some championships. I said, what's the offseason looking like? And he goes, what offseason? Yeah, that now is when they start building those cars and shocks and oh man, I'll tell you, he's going to be a busy cat. Yeah, the uh, 
you know, when you look at, uh, you know, the, the super stock division, number one, we had a lot of conversation, of course, last night uh, oh. um, about the super stock division and what we've got, uh, you know, on the horizon. And, and, of course, there's a lot of people moving and shaking, buying cars, oh, building yeah. cars. Um, you know, a lot of really good cars sold uh, over the past couple uh, weeks, you know, towards the end of the off season, the past month. Um, you know, just the, the list of names. Of course, the Pete Vanderwist car, the number seven mm-hmm. uh, McCall car, yep. uh, sold within a couple of days of going for sale. Jason like. Parker's car sold within a couple of days yeah. of going for sale. Yeah, yeah. That was um, a surprise. He yep. just built that car. Yeah. Chenoweth, just built it. Yep. Uh, Chenoweth has a car, and by the sounds of it, it's sold. Um, uh, he's got a, another brand new one on the, on the build right now. You so gotta know, Sean, it, you know, an old one wing there. Exactly. They're going to put another one together. Yep. They probably yep. already had that in motion before they it, even they had did. the one sold. They did for sure. Yeah. And, and you know, it's, uh, it's incredible, you know, like just the, the growth of it. Uh, it's definitely good to see, uh, a lot of positive things coming down the pipe, uh, um, you know, in, in, uh, in the next couple months, it's going to be, it's going to be cool to see, um, you know, when we get to race number one next year, mm. uh, what, mm-hmm. uh, what all transpires, but, uh, we got a heck of a show lined up. Oh, I'll tell you what, let me tell you who we got coming on the show. Actually, I, uh, had to shut a few windows here. And uh, now I've got the right window up. Uh, our first guest going to come up after the first break here. We've got Cole on the pole. Got Cole Butcher coming on. I got him listed as Cole Derby. Not Cole Butcher, but Cole Derby. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I just noticed it now. That's funny. Cole Butcher from out there on Canada's East Coast is going to stop on by, of course. He'll be heading down Donnie Wilson. We'll have his car ready to go. Uh, Cole Butcher going to make his, uh, what is this, about the fourth start, I think, in well, the Snowball Derby? That. It's got to be more than that. I thought it, I think it's four. Is it four? Four or five. Four yeah. or five. And I wouldn't doubt uh, five, Jared's yeah. going to be going down. Jared is on the entry list. And what did he finish last year? I want to say third or fourth. Third or fourth was in, in the snow was on the podium. He was on the podium for sure. Uh, in the 54 car. Uh, we're going to catch up with Cole tonight, though. we got lots oh, of Canadian participation coming in to the Derby for 2021 here. There's a ton more than normal. Yes. You know, um, oh, yeah. uh, really, uh, the past couple of years, there's been one or two or three, you know, Canadians uh, kind of sprinkled through the field. But uh, by the looks of it, you know, um, you know, you got Trayton Lapsovich mm-hmm. um, going to be heading down. Uh, there's a couple names from Quebec, uh Popping up um, that uh, Martin Lalouf. Uh, no, I haven't seen Martin yet. Um, but there's you couple, will, yeah, <laughs> likely. Um, but then you've got you know Cole Butcher and Austin McDonald as well on Austin, the entry list. Yes, uh, with yep. King Racing in the 13 car. Um, yeah, just a, a a neat looking field this year. It's uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, the, the car count size, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think that you're going to see, um, a, a huge car count, um, for As the always. Derby and for, uh, the Flake. Um, you know, last year wasn't that huge. Well, um, no, the border of, was closed because of COVID and, and all that stuff. Um, but, but I think you're going to see a resurgence in a big way, um, on, on the car count side. And it'll be interesting to see how big it is. But, uh, Cole, you know, he's pretty even keel talking to him. Yeah. Did not have the all-american 400 that he wanted no you know um didn't even didn't even get the qualifying effort that he wanted out of the uh, out of the the all-american 400 so no. um really he's going to be going in there hungry <laughs> it's not um, april <laughs> and and yeah he's gonna he's gonna be going in there hungry and and uh it'll be interesting to uh to see what he can put together um i i, I you would have to put him in the favorite category i would i like, would you would have to like it donnie wilson equipment 
um, you know, uh, Cole's just talent, Cole's talent level, yep. um, his comfort level at the Experience. racetrack now. You know, it's uh, it's not a place where you just show up one time and huh. go get the win. Not a Pensacola. It's, uh, no, no. it's it's a place where you learn and and feel. The disadvantage that I feel that he has is just not being in that style of car all the time. Yeah, you know, um, it, it becomes, you know, the 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 battle of the the super late model guys right. um, towards the end um, of the race. It, 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 I, let me rephrase that: it becomes a battle of the super late model guys that that live, eat, sleep, and breathe super late models. And the cup or Xfinity or truck guys yeah. that that get the opportunity to come in. Wow. So it, you know, the, they have the uh, you know they have the talent, and, and uh, they, it's a little bit of a different animal, just on a higher speed side. Um, so it's it's understandable to see why they're up front when they get the chance. But uh, um, you know, it's the the speeds, the you know, the motor size, the 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 different bolt on parts that allow the car to be more agile uh than, you know, what we see here in Canada. Um it's uh it's definitely a tough place and and really just the race style, you know, we don't get a chance to do pit stops up here no. in, on a regular basis. No. Um we don't get a chance to uh to do a lot of the things that uh, that the Derby kind of throws at you and um by the sounds of it though this year is the year to be there um if you're racing on a budget of any kind you know right. it's right. Uh, the tire shortage um created um you know an, an opportunity for these teams to not be able to throw 12 15 sets at their car mm-hmm. uh through practice there's only going to be a handful of sets that you get for the weekend um so uh you know that's going to be i think that you're going to see a great race and probably a better one than we've seen in in a lot of years well we've spoke with Stephen Nassi lots on this program we're going to try and get him lined up in the in, in the uh, coming weeks uh, you know, we've had Baba Pollard on this show. I wouldn't doubt uh, uh, we're, we're going to make an opportunity or, or, or try and reach out to him, see if we can get him on the show. Last year was a disappointing year, I would say. A for, catastrophic For year. Bubba Pollard. Catastrophic. At the Snowball Derby. We'll yeah. see what he's got lined up for this year. Now, we had Augie Grill on the show last year looking in at it. He had a good modified run. It didn't really work out too well, I don't believe, on the super late model side for him. But you know what? That is coming up. Uh, let me tell you who else we've got coming up on the show. A guy that finished eight there last year. A uh, good friend of Race Time Radio. We'll get Grand Finger coming on. Uh, noticed on his Twitter just uh, this morning that he was out in his super late model getting things tested in in that 32 and uh, thought, man, it'd be a good idea to check in with him. We did have Grant on, oh, I don't know, month, month and a half ago when the GMS uh, uh, announcement was uh, r- rolling out. Didn't really have a lot of time at the end of that show to speak to Grant about what's coming up for him on the truck side. So tonight we do have the time, and we're going to catch up with Grant Enfinger tonight. There was big changes, Junior, at Sobel Speedway. This week, a uh, brand-new GM announced John Carley. Uh, familiar name from uh, Ontario fans, uh, Ontario competitors. Uh, John Carley, longtime competitor and the current president of the Canadian Vintage Modifieds, now going to be the new general manager at Sobel Speedway. So we're going to have Johnny on the show tonight. Of course, how about Delaware Speedway, John? Brand new pavement down. Uh, those guys have been working like mad since the last race 
of 2021. Delaware Speedway going to be a speed palace. We have Luke Ramsey coming on the show. Huge announcements this week. The new APC payout schedule was rolled out. Seen it on Twitter. We got lots to talk to old Lukester about and get caught up that way. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was big news to see John Carley announced uh, uh, at Sobble Speedway. I, I didn't know. Neither did I. <laughs> I Neither mean, it's, I. Uh, it's really cool to uh, to see. Um, uh, you, well, you knew that there was a general manager coming. You well, didn't know who it was, was going to be. I, yeah. I knew that, too. Right. Um, we're not saying that it was blindsided for you. No, not no, at all. No. It was just that we didn't know who the name was. I didn't right? know. Yep. It was a short list, and, and I didn't, you know, I, when, when you look at it, John Carley, what a shoe-in. This guy has been, you know, an absolute um, ambassador for Sobel Speedway forever. Yeah. He has loved that place he since I was a little does. kid. He yep. was the electric pumpkin. He wore a bright orange fire suit. Uh, he had a beautiful number 19 vintage modified. Bright orange. And every yep. time he had a microphone in his face, anytime he talked to anybody, man, I love this place, would come out of his mouth, yeah. right? He loved Sobble Speedway. He loved the beach. He loved coming up there. Um, you know, and, and, of course, through the years, he's a great friend of Paul Grizel's. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're very close. Uh, uh, they they do a lot of work together. They, you know, Sobble Falls has been on his number 19 car for, uh, hell, oh. it's got to be 15, 20 years. You know what? That's um, probably how Paul really got more invested in the sport was yeah, through John through John Carley, Carley. Yeah, and the really. Canadian Vintage Modified. Just a, uh, a, a great guy. And, uh, um, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, what he's done for the Vintage Mods, um, they bounced back. The Vintage Mods were dying. It mm-hmm. was it was down to, you know, six, seven cars at these touring events. And, uh, you know, it was it was a bleak future for these things. And John and his, you know, uh, uh, vision of, of how to build yep. and, and all those things uh, came into play. And, and uh, you know, his passion for the sport came out. And, sure and um, you know, used a little bit of ingenuity and how to get cars and how to build a, a point structure that was lucrative for guys to come in, uh, found some title money you know with young drivers and um you know really built something that was special and and has been uh you know when you look at at the past i'm gonna say 15 races uh for the vintage mods that i can think of the car counts have been really strong uh they've been you know uh, a a visible presence in the pits at flamborough again and uh you know it's uh, it's been really refreshing to see and 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 you know this is not the club giving him all the credit for it. This is me giving him all the credit for it. Exactly. But, but for me, it, that club was dead without John Carley taking the bull by the reins, or take or somebody taking the bull by the reins and doing that. And he has done a wonderful job with that. So um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the combination of you on the marketing side and him on the on the business side, on the GM side. Um, you know, I think that you guys are going to do some wonderful things. So. Uh, yeah, heck of a show lineup. It's going to be good. Yeah. We are going to get right at it. Uh, we're going to hit this first break, and then we'll get Susie Q to dial up Cole on the pole, and uh, we'll get him on tonight's show in the pole position. We'll talk Snowball Derby, and we'll get things fired up. Sound like a good idea? Yeah. I think it sounds like a dandy Fired idea. up. Hit this first break, and we will be back live with you tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167.
my name is Sandra Ranger. You're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. The NBA is back. He threw it down for the stars. Here every game on Sirius XM and your hometown announcers on the SXM app. Giannis in attack mode. Baseline lifting, shooting, going, he hit it. Giannis and the Bucks look to defend their title. The experts on NBA Radio, Channel 86, will tell you what it's going to take. This is historic stuff. He went from a really nice player to an unstoppable offensive force. Don't miss a moment with SiriusXM and the SXM app. Yes! Free for most subscribers. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Canadians will camp like never before this season. Family time will be spent outside, around the campfire. Be prepared for all the elements. Be sure to pack quick, quick fire starters. No need to haul paper or kindling. Just pop a quick, quick fire starter into the pit. Add your wood and presto. You're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick, quick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Got old Chase Elliott. He gets turned into the outside wall. Yeah! Holy cow. The thrill of the race. You just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. You better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you, you are the man. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Firestarters, the world's best fire starter. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Single file line, three cars back, then two by two all the way back. Spinning the world of motorsports. To bring you the most comprehensive coverage around. This is Race Time Radio with your host, Joe Chisholm. Oh, thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, listen to the sound of those cars. I know everybody was itching for that sound this weekend, and uh, uh, we weren't so lucky. First weekend, no racing on the track. But uh, don't forget about Rev TV Canada uh, for all our Canadian listeners. You want some short track action? You want some uh, racing of all flavors? It's all available to you on Rev TV Canada. 
Uh, so call your provider and get it lined up. Let's get to the hotline, shall we? And welcome in Cole on the pole. He's on the pole tonight, hoping to get the pole for that snowball derby. I can guarantee you that. Let's welcome him in. What's going on tonight there, Cole Butcher? How are you, buddy? Well, we're good. How are you? Fantastic. Well, uh, you can settle this one for us right off the bat. How many years now is it that you've been down there doing the Snowball Derby? Is this four, five? Uh, two, three, four, four, five, five years. Five. See, five. I thought it was like four or five. I was, uh, I was right in there. <laughs> You're all set to go again with uh, Donnie Wilson. You'll be all set and ready to fly. Yep, that's right. That's going to be good. It's going to be real good. And the cool part is, Cole, you're not coming in as that new guy. Not anymore. Uh, yeah, I know the car is different to what you're normally used to running in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. But you come into this with experience now. Uh, is it the same car that you get into that you've been into? Like the same cars you ran in the All-American 400? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a three-race-old Hampton car. So you're familiar with it. It's like uh, putting on a, you know, that that nice pair of gloves, the ones that you really like wearing. Yeah, pretty much. Cole, uh, of course, you know, the the past couple of years, um, you guys have had blazing speed um, at at these big events. Uh, uh, Short run speed, if you will, uh, you know, for for qualifying, you've been right up front. You've been smashing the numbers out of the park. Uh, I don't think it's any... You know, secret or shock that, uh, uh, you know, to say that it was not the All-American 400 that you guys were hoping for or wanting. Um, heading into the Snowball Derby, obviously, you guys are going there with one goal in mind to win it. Um, but talk a little bit about the, the how you're going to build your momentum heading back into the Derby after, you know, the, the, the tough outing at the, uh, the All-American. Uh, well, Wilson Motorsports, they've had really good success there all year, so it's kind of helps with our confidence going there, and there's really no reason why we can't run up front. So will you attack it any different, Cole, than what you're used to? You know, you go down to the Derby, it's uh, pretty daunting when you look around at the company that you're going to be in uh, against the guys you're going to be racing against. I know that doesn't affect you. Uh, you go out there and run that 53 the way you're going to run the 53. But do you attack it any different now that you've been down there a number of times? You know what to expect. Uh, do you look at it any different or attack it any different this year? Oh, you know, it's just a long race. you got to save your tires and be there at the end. Um, you know, super late mile race compared to crate motor race is a little bit different. You have to manage your equipment a little bit longer than you would in a crate motor. So it's just a mental game. And speaking of that, tires. The tire situation hasn't been good anywhere, whether it be Canada or the U.S. Uh, did, did they come up and say, look, you guys are really, re- really limited this year on how many skins you're going to get, a uh, real limited amount of practice? Uh, have they come out and said any of that, or do you guys have plans of pulling the horns back a little bit and knowing what to do? Uh, I think they said we can have two sets for a test day, three sets for practice days, and and our ten race tires. I think is what we're allowed now. For sure. So with that, Cole, and, and the other thing too, and and I've I've read it a couple times from from a few different people, uh, worried about the freshness, right? And, <laughs> and, and and there's you know the, for a lot of years, for a long time, 
um, super late model tires. They made you know tens of thousands of them, right? They sat there for a long time before you before you ran them. And uh, uh, there's been a lot of comments, not necessarily uh, like surrounding the Derby. So I don't know the the scenario there with the Derby tire itself. Um, but I know, you know, I, I read a couple of comments uh, uh, in the the late model guys uh, in the late model stock stuff over at Hickory. They were talking about the freshness of the tire, and uh, you know, the tire was actually kind of delaminating a little bit. Uh, then as well, you know, looking at uh, out, out west, uh, they there was a a, a Sears uh, SRL Super Late Model. Uh, race at, uh, at, I believe it was at Kern County, um, and uh, they had a little bit of tire issues as well with the things delaminating and, and you know, just with the freshness of the rubber, because literally they came out of the factory on the Tuesday, right. they bolted onto the cars on the Friday, um, and uh, Cole, uh, uh, is there any talk about that that program or, or that problem heading into the Derby for you guys and your team? Uh, no, not really. All, every year the Derby tires are, are all brand new, so they're always built ahead of time. So it was the same as every other year. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, it would be just like a racetrack, eh? You need a little bit of time to cure, uh, and the more time you get in there, probably the better. Uh, how about crew-wise, Cole? Uh, you're going into this Derby this year uh, with the same crew guys that you're used to. You got anything new coming up on that front? Uh, no, not really. It's the same guys. Tyler Tanner from Washington kind of looks over all my equipment while stays at Donnie's shop. Um, other than that, nothing's really different. My guys are going to come up and help me, plus i got a couple guys down there. So everything kind of works out. I was just going to say, you're going to take the guys uh, from the 53, the red 53 on this side of the border. You'll probably take them down there. Uh, it wouldn't be a race without your guys, right? Right. Some of them are in Nashville, and then some of them are going to go to the Derby, so just pick and choose them where they want to go. And it's going to feel a whole lot better now that the border <laughs> is opened up. It's going it, to—it should feel a whole lot different anyway. Uh, now, Jared's going as well. He'll be in the 54, I take it, right? Yeah, he'll be in the Snowflake. And he'll run that. Have you ever thought maybe, just maybe, you'll run both? Uh, or is it pretty tough to run both? Uh, it's pretty tough you know, on the expenses on the expense side. I mean, driving the cars is one of the easier things to do. But um, I don't know with Jarrett racing, I'll probably never want to do both. There's a lot, a lot to do in one week. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, uh, what's the schedule then? Uh, you're going to head down there. You're going to get a test day before the Derby, and uh, when do you leave to head down? Uh, the hall is already down there, so we fly down the 22nd, get the car ready, and then we test on the 26th, I believe, and then parking starts that following Wednesday, and practice again Thursday, um, Friday practice to qualify, Saturday we practice again, race on Sunday. So, same iconic red paint job, the Atlantic Tilt Load uh, colors, everything going to look the same as what your pro stock tour car does up here? Yep. That's good. He doesn't That's have good. a different color. No, I know. Red. But whether he red is going to come up with a different butcher scheme. color. <laughs> well, well, Cole butcher color. Yeah. Bright red. Right, hey Cole. Uh, that's that's right. Bright red. That's what. What's the color code that you use? It, it, because it is a bright red. You should just about trademark that color by now, my friend. 
Yeah, Donnie has his his color red, so I use his color red down south, and then I have my own color red when I'm here. Uh, I got you. So they are they are slightly different. See, the only difference is I've only ever seen the other one in person, and then I've seen the other one on TV. So on TV, you can never tell. No, right? The the contrast is a little bit different when you look at it on TV. So it looks the same, Cole. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> yeah, everything's the same, just a little different. So, uh, obviously, uh, you know, we, we're we're probably going to talk to you ahead of the season, um, you know, and and hopefully we talk to you after a win at the Derby. That'd be a good deal. But but uh, how are things coming along for preparation for uh, for twenty twenty two out there on the East Coast? Um, last time we had you on the program, you mentioned uh, a new car heading in, uh, and then and then as well maybe a, a, a little bit of a trial on a different car. Uh, heading into 2022, um, what's the uh, preparations going? I know you're you're focused on the Derby right now, but uh, uh, things are still working in the shop uh, before you head there, right? Yeah, I haven't really been in the shop since I got home. All my stuff's down in North Carolina right now, but I have a new Hansky car at the shop that's going to be coming home, and I have a new distance car being built right now. So a couple new cars being built this year, and we'll be trying some stuff next year. Nah, it's gonna nice. be good. It's gonna be a good season. Will you be the only car on the on on the the East Coast or on the Eastern Maritime Pro Stock Tour? Um, will you be the only like new generation Hamke car out there? No, Lonnie Somerville has two of them. Oh, okay, Lonnie has two of the the new ones. Yeah, gotcha. He was the first one to bring them home. Gotcha. Gotcha. Any other word, Cole, from the guys out that way uh, that that could be heading down to the Derby? Is uh, Nicholas thinking of going? I haven't heard from any of the guys out that way other than I knew you were going, you and Jarrett and uh, Austin McDonald, I guess, going to be making the trip as well, right? Yeah, um, it's me, Jarrett, Austin, Cassius. I know Craig Fonway's going down to help with rolling them, but other than that, I don't know who else is going. I think yeah. it's just the four of us. Just the four. Now, uh, are you going to maybe just potentially take a swing at Speed Weeks 2022 down at New Smyrna Speedway? Have you any thoughts there yet? No, I think our first race in 2022 is probably going to be the Rattler. Right. Well, and there has to be, you got to, there's got to be an end at some point, right? You got to work at some point. Yeah, you got to work. Darren will be ready to toss you guys out with the with the with the bathwater if you don't start uh, you know pulling some weight at the shop. No, that's right. Incredible, Cole. Good luck in it. Uh, I know we'll be following you along. Uh, do you do much live streaming and stuff like that when you're down there when you're testing? Should fans be watching for your social media? No, not usually. I'm usually in the car, and Olivia's at home, the one that does everything. So. Right. Probably won't see much test day, but you probably see lots throughout the week. And you want to definitely, uh, you make make sure you got Speed Fifty One hooked up, right? You don't want to miss the uh, Snowflake, and you don't want to miss that Snowball Derby. Uh, d- two iconic races and a great way to cap off uh, the the end of this pandemic, and hopefully a brand new year next year without any of this crap uh, right in front of us. Cole, good luck. Uh, good luck to you and the guys. Be safe and go down there and do what you do, buddy. Perfect. Thank you. You betcha. Cole Butcher. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, Junior. Every year, uh, you, you know, watching Cole from the time that he pretty well got into a late model. Yeah. And to see the advancements in that guy, 
he he gets a little bit better every single year, every single year, and now he's got experience and. That's going to pay off huge when you get to that uh, snowball derby. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a, a guy like Cole gets, you know, he drives to the limit of the car, uh, to to the absolute limit of the car, but doesn't go over it a whole lot, <laughs> right? right? And, and um, you know, if, if he's got a third-place car, he'll try to get second, but but he's not he's not going to bonsai it for first and wreck no. the thing. Nope. Um, or it, wreck the guy yeah, trying to get it. Or wreck the guy trying to get it, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, he, but sometimes, you know, he, he overperforms where where the car is, is lacking, or and sometimes he's got a rocket ship, and, and he makes the most of it. You know, when he's got a winning car <laughs> at the racetrack, uh, you look out because he's uh, – He's probably going to be the winner at the end of that day, and uh, so he takes exactly what the what the car will give him, and you know the 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 veteran mentality that he has. Um, you know, we've seen him win a little bit less now than than the past couple of years, right? Um, but he's and, had less races than but, the last couple of years. But it would be interesting to know um, his his overall stats because I think that. Guys like that 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 settle in. You know, you look at a guy like, uh, um, you know, and, and I have to compare him to a guy like Andrew Grizel. You know, like like somebody who's a wily veteran in in that series. Right. Um, a, a, a guy like J.R. Fitzpatrick, right? A guy like Brandon Watson. Um, uh, the the people who are in a series for a long period of time or in right. a style of car for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, w- once they start driving like a veteran. And once they start just taking what the car will give them and nothing more and nothing, nothing, you know, more, um, it usually turns into a time where you're clicking off the seconds and you're clicking off the thirds and the wins. And he's just a guy that's just always there, like right. a barnacle, always yeah. in and on the podium, you know, always running up front because right. he's got front running equipment. He's got winning mentality. Um, and you know, when he's got a winning car, he's in victory lane. When he's got a third place car, he's third or, or second, you know? Um, and you know, that is the way that Cole Butcher has kind of matured over the years. You know, when he first jumped in, he won a lot because he would take the risk and, and he would, he would take the risk and try to take that fourth or fifth place car and, and try to win with it. And sometimes it would work out because he's, he's a good little wheel man. Um, and, and sometimes it wouldn't. Right. And when you look at now, it would be interesting to know the stats, the podium stats now or percentages, I guess now versus, you know, three years ago versus four years ago. Um, because he, you know, is, is just such a mature race car driver. He's been doing this for so long. He's been surrounded by such good people um, that, uh, you know, he, he's at the top of the game when it comes to time for late model racing. Yep. And, you know, there's only a handful of guys that are at the top of the game when it comes time for late model racing. Um, and uh, there's a pile of people who are trying to be. When he started lighting the lamp out in the uh, Parts for Trucks Maritime Pro Stock Tour, when he started, I'm looking right back to when he started in that, started lighting the lamp, he would qualify like all lights out and would have a hard time closing the deal. Then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, it was like someone threw a switch and Cole Butcher was the man and still is. He's one of those guys. What did he have? Four wins this year? Something like that? Three wins? Yeah. Uh, Like, he he did really well. Um, And he is the closing kind of guy. When I look at, uh, you know, his his time that uh, he has spent down at the Derby, he's been either pole, outside pole, or right up there qualifying-wise. 
And I remember the one year, what did he get? Two laps in, and he and Stephen Nassie, Stephen, uh, there was contact, and away goes Cole Butcher. And he only got a couple laps. That was and, at the All-American, yep. Oh, no, I'm talking Derby. I think he got, no, no, I see the All-American it. 400, that was, was down it? the backstretch of the All-American oh, 400 okay. at Nashville. I kind of thought it was the Derby, but watch out. He is now into that zone where he's got the experience, he's got the car, he's got everything. And uh, he's going to turn into that guy that is going to be the closer. And when he does, uh, you know what? He's going to be the guy that's going to be up there and uh, not only contending for the win, but getting them. And that's kind of cool when you can go up against the guys that he goes up against there and, you know, turn around and come out with some real good statistics and good finishes for all the efforts. Well, to to win at the Derby, like – Win one time at the Derby yeah. is huge. Sure. It is monstrous. Just to add your name to that to that trophy, you look at the list of names that have graced Victory Lane at Five Flag Speedway for the Derby, huh. and and it is the deep end of the pool. Sure you know, it is, it is the um, the greats of the sport. Really, when you look at it, um, there's there's no other way to put it. It's. Uh, uh, the greats of the sport, and and he's got a shot at it, and uh, um, it's it's cool. It's got to be a it's got to be a good feeling. There's got to be a lot of pressure involved when sure you are is. like that. Yep. Um, especially you know being surrounded by by guys like Donnie Wilson and those guys, as much as they support you, they 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 want you to perform. You're in their car. They oh. they uh, uh, you know they want you to to perform. So yeah. there's it's uh, not just a rental ride. It's not. <laughs> no. It's, it, not and, not and, with this. You know when you look at. Uh, at you know the 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 team aspect and and you look at the guys you look at you know us talking about it um it it puts a lot of pressure on a guy like Cole and and not to say that he feels it he might not <laughs> he might right. not you right. know um but uh you know just to, to have that opportunity to to uh uh you know to be there and and to be in the conversation for the win um is 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 really cool to, for us as Canadians to have a guy like that um, to cheer on and and to cheer for, um, definitely. You know, I, I don't think it's it's not a bias thing. We cheer for Cole Butcher at the Derby. Sure. I mean, I right. I do, um, yeah. and uh, it, it's definitely pretty cool as a you know as a Maple Leaf wearing Canadian. That's uh, that's a cool deal. Another guy that we're gonna be uh, looking for huge huge results, uh, and I believe he has got the, uh, the the potential in this time. It's time. For Grand End Finger, he finished eighth there last year. Watch him this year. And uh, you're going to hear from him next, live here on Race Time. We're going to step out when we come back. We got the finger. He's going to join us live. Stay with us. Okay, you got Simon Wild here driving the Kicks 106 late model, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Camping this year is going through the roof. Be prepared for your getaway. Pack a good supply of Quick Quick Fire Starters. Seasoned pro campers have been using QuickWick fire starters for over 30 years. No need to take paper or kindling. Just add your wood and your QuickWick fire starter and let the stories begin around the campfire. 
Quickwick Fire Starters, the official starter. The NBA is back. He threw it down for the stars. Hear every game on Sirius XM and your hometown announcers on the SXM app. Giannis in attack mode. Baseline lifting, shooting, going, hit it. Giannis and the Bucks look to defend their title. The experts on NBA Radio, Channel 86, will tell you what it's going to take. This is historic stuff. He went from a really nice player to an unstoppable offensive force. Don't miss a moment with SiriusXM and the SXM app. Yes! Free for most subscribers. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchat. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. (laughs) I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRockHunter.com. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight after a busy, busy uh, year of, uh, you know, jumping around a little bit in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Uh, Grand Enfinger is going to let his hair down, if you will, and get ready to go run another snowball derby. Uh, unlike Cole Butcher, this is a lot more than four or five for uh, young Grand Enfinger. Uh, he joins us now on the hotline. Grant, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing great. I appreciate you having me on, Joe. Hey, now, how many derbies is this going to be for you now? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I have no idea, Joe. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm 36 now. I've, uh, I was running the Snowball Derby when I was still in Alabama, uh, racing super late models on a regular basis. Um, I know there's, I know there's been probably six or seven that I've missed over the last, um, 10 or so years. I wouldn't be surprised if this was, number 13 or 14 or something like that well look at this look at this oh you got the stud hey i jump in here i'm ready i know that grand end figures coming on the program i do my studying that's you see how it is okay i googled it right before we started talking (laughs) about it hey so first time you run the derby was 2007 according to now this is according to racing reference i don't know how far back they go first time you run the derby according to racing reference 2007 you ran 08 09 10 11 and 12 and 13 and 14 all in a row so what's you got seven there you took a year off no 15 and then you came back in 2016 ran the derby 
And then you took a bunch of years off, and then 2020, of course, last year uh, came back down with the uh, with the 32 car. So yeah, that's uh, you got you got a bunch of stats there. The the worst you've ever finished. This is a big stat. This is huge. This is, now I don't know. It, it, was there any failed qualifying attempts there that they're not showing, Grant? Ah, uh, so yeah, so actually I made my first ever snowball, and then the following year we blew a motor and didn't make the race. Um, so not going wood that, uh, it's been the only time we've, we've gone home from the snowball, but, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously a, 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 a tough show to make and put a lot of emphasis in on, on qualifying every year there. Absolutely. So according to this though, the, the worst finish like on track mm. was, was 20th. So, uh, like, I mean, you got a couple of second place finishes in there. You got a bunch of top tens. Um, so really consistent, uh, you know, consistently on the left side of the chart, when you talk about, uh, speed at Pensacola, uh, of course, you've got a ton of laps there. You've got to be, you know, viewed as a favorite and, and, you know, last year's deal grant, uh, you know, it kind of came together relatively quickly. If my memory serves me correct. Um, everything came together, you know, relatively short term. There was a car, there was a bunch of guys that wanted to go and you guys threw it together and went, uh, now obviously you, you did more than throw it together, oh, but, yeah. but in, in the grand scheme of things, a lot of people, together yeah, a lot yeah. of people, uh, put, you know, a half a year or, or four months into these cars, uh, to get it ready to go down there. Uh, you still came out with an eighth place finish last year. Uh, this year you guys have, have had the chance to get on track together as a group. Um, and, and, you know, by the looks of the car, she looks like a pretty fresh piece from the, the Twitter pick that you posted. Um, talk a little bit about the changes to the program heading into, uh, to 2021. Yeah, Joe, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Last year, uh, Archie St. Hilary called me a, about two or three weeks before the race and, um, he had just purchased the car and, and, uh, and I'm very proud of the effort we, we put all we put into it um uh, a lot of that was was due to the hard work by michael shelton um who's still working on it now um but yeah it was kind of a, a last minute deal and and we went down there and, and just did the best we could and and uh, like we were talking earlier it's a tough show just just to make it um so so proud of the effort we put in and and uh we we really had to had to put a lot of our effort uh last year into just making the show and then all right. Once we made it in on Friday night, then then we went to work on on, on racing uh, the the following day. Um, but yeah, that, I don't feel like we were ever a contender last year. I feel like we we had a decent car. Um, feel like our we went through a big balance shift, um, and that's what we've been working on when, when we run it a few times this year. So um, Sheldon has been working really really hard on this thing. We uh, we shook it down at Motor Mile the other day, and uh, we're going to go down to Pensacola. And, uh, and test with it before the race. So uh, definitely, definitely excited about another opportunity to go down there. And, and uh, a big thank you to, to Archie and and, uh, and all his Maynards. Uh, I know it's a little south of y'all, but it, it's way, way north of us. And uh, we got got those guys and, and got a bunch of friends from Alabama that to kind of help uh, you know get, get the car on track and get it through tech and all that. So pretty, uh, pretty entertaining seeing uh, the, the the two different different. Uh, regions of the of the country try to try to communicate down there it's a it's, it's definitely comical at times. Hey, we've got, I know what it's all about. Quebec, Quebec and Ontario. I would compare the, the two. The only <laughs> difference is you guys speak English and English. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. English and more part, English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, English and more English. Yeah, just different slangs, right? 
there is no doubt, Grand Anfinger. It is. Um, it, it's a tough, tough uh, race to get into. It's a tough racetrack, Pensacola, Florida. Talk about a track that has got a lot of character to it. But that style of racetrack fits you like a glove, doesn't it? You love those character-filled half-mile tracks. Yeah, you know, Pensacola is the reason I love those type tracks, you know. And um, I, I, I love, you know, in the NASCAR stuff, there, there's not a whole lot of places that we go that require a lot of throttle control now. Um, but when we do get to those places like uh, Richmond or, or even on the dirt uh, for us now, um, it always goes back to my roots there in Pensacola. So I grew up 45 minutes from, from the racetrack down there and I have a, have a ton of laps around Pensacola. And, uh, and that place has been worn out since, uh, since I started going there and it's really worn out now. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a fun place. Um, the, the buy spot tires we, we have on there, they, they definitely wear out pretty quickly. So, uh, it's, uh, it's easy to, to abuse the tire and it's easy to, um, I shouldn't say it's easy, but it's very common to, to have, you know, short run speed and, and not have long run speed. Um, it's pretty common for, for there to be a lot of comers and goers throughout the course of the race, which I feel like puts on a great race. And, and those of y'all that, that are listening that haven't ever made it down there to the Snowball Derby and, uh, and love late model races, you, you gotta be there. So this is, this is a place, it's a, it's a marquee race. It's, it's a, it's definitely a bucket list race, um, for, for really any, any race fan, but especially, uh, those who follow the Super Late Models. It's, it's definitely a, an entertaining week down there in Pensacola, Florida. That's a, that's a dagger right through the heart. Yeah, I know it is. It's a know. dagger. I know. Dagger I want right to go. I want to go. I want to go. I got to go one, one more year and then I get to go. Uh, Grant, is this a racetrack, uh, five flags and especially the iconic snowball derby? Is it one where, you know, the crews, there's so much pressure on the crews. Uh, you know, you got to go through tech and then you'll have to go through again. And oh, by the way, they want to see this. And, uh, you know, now you got practice. Now you got to change this up. Now you got to download and, you know, whatever the driver and whatever the crew chief come up with. Uh, is it a racetrack grant that you could maybe outthink yourself? Is it, uh, do guys maybe try too hard to, to, to get out there and get results in that race? Yeah, I think you can have that in any kind of racing, Joe. But, um, you know, this is almost, the Snowball Derby is almost the opposite of what we've been doing in NASCAR for the last year and a half, where uh, for the most part, uh, most of our NASCAR races, we're just showing up and the green flag drops and we're going racing. We're not practicing, we're not qualifying, we're not doing anything. We just show up and, you know, we're wide open racing. Pensacola and the Snowball Derby, it's like everybody comes out of the woodwork to go testing multiple times ahead of time. And then during the course of the week, you know, we, we get there, you park your, your hauler on Wednesday morning, go through Tech Wednesday, and then you practice all day Thursday. You practice for half the day Friday, and then you get ready for qualifying Friday night. And then you have more practice on Saturday, and then the race is on Sunday. So, yeah, ample opportunity to dial yourself out, <laughs> that's <laughs> a, for sure. Um, you know, I think I think that the tough thing with, with super late model racing that, that I've always thought anyway um, and, and most of it, I think, goes back to, to running on the bias flat tires. It's, it's very hard to tell where you're at. Um, you, you know if you've made speed or not, but it's hard to tell whether you're going to abuse a tire or not unless you make a long run. And it's, it's really hard to, to know where you're at really until the race starts. So um, 
the best practice is, is races beforehand, I feel like, and, and that's why we tried to, to go down to Pensacola a couple of times uh, earlier this year and, and try to get a little bit of feedback and, and try to make some uh, – Make make our effort even even greater for this year's snowball. And I know uh, all the time, eh, Junior, we'll hear these guys in NASCAR talk about half a pound here, half a pound there. And that's what happens in the trucks and in the Xfinity Series and Cup. But when you hit the Snowball Derby in a super late model, they're temperature sensitive, right? In those times that Grant mentions about practice, not only will you have a little bit of temperature variance, it's like you go through all four seasons. I've seen it where it's just about snowing at the Snowball Derby. And, you know, the, the five, six hours later, it's 75, 80 degrees. Yeah, definitely. And, and too, talking a little bit about the balance portion, um, you know, when you look at, at you know, what, what the, the NASCAR guys have for adjustments and you look at what you can do on a super late model, um, you, you can change your platform you know, very rapidly with a bunch of different changes that you're never going to be allowed to do with a truck or with a cup car, <laughs> right? There's there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different variables that are in there um, in a super late model, and, and that's kind of what makes these things so cool is that they're so adjustable. But because they're so adjustable, they're so finicky too, right? You get close to that, you get close to that bullseye, uh, but then you, you go a 16th packer here or an 8th packer there, and you move four inches away from the bullseye, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden you're out of it. Um, but, but then you fix that issue and another issue pops up. It seems like it's always a varying scale. And, and when you look at, at the, the, the temperature aspect of it, when you guys went down and ran, there were Blizzard Series races, right? That's the, the races that you guys ran earlier, Grant? Yep. So, so with the Blizzard Series, um, it, talk a little bit about the track changes. Uh, talk a little bit about the what you see different when you go down and you run. You know, at the beginning of the season, you go down and run uh, in the middle of the season, uh, in the in the heat of the summer, uh, and then and then you head down for the Derby. Obviously, a lot cooler temperatures and and different moisture levels and all those different things. Uh, talk a little bit about the differences that you see showing up for a Blizzard Series race or showing up for a Derby race. Yeah, it's a huge difference. I mean, uh, when we were down there this past summer, it was, you know, darn near 100 degrees. And uh, we go back, it, it's liable to be 30 degrees or it, it's liable to be 60 degrees. You, you really don't know at that time of the year in, uh, in Pensacola. Um, and the the other thing outside the temperature, which, which Pensacola is just very, you know, it's right next to the beach. Um, the, the moisture affects the place really it affects it a lot. Uh, it's almost like Charlotte as far as um, the humidity affecting uh, the, the speed and just the overall grip in the track. Um, but also the, the biggest thing, uh, another big factor anyway, is the rubber that's laid down during the course of the weekend. There is more rubber laid down during practice in the Snowball Derby than, you know, a, a normal entire race weekend. So um, you, there's so many cars practicing and, and there's, there's cars on the track all the time um so it's you know that the track goes through through a few different stages um a lot of times it, it ends up getting a lot tighter when when there's so much rubber on the track um but then there's the other variable of the tires that's uh that's, that's been a, a little bit of a challenge this year um some of the tires are fresher than uh than, than we're actually used to and, and that's actually caused a, a little bit of a headache for some guys it's kind of uh Adding, adding another variable for, for how that reacts 
I know the last time we were down there, there was a couple blown uh, tires, which which never happens at Pensacola. You're you're always wearing them out. You're never never blowing them. Um, but yeah, there's there's always those, those variables, and um, you know that's what makes the good crew chiefs great. And um, you know, hopefully that that uh, that that can that can help us. I feel like Michael Sheldon is is uh, he's got as much experience as anybody down there. We we don't race on a on a weekly basis or anything like that. Um, we we probably only race three, four, five times this year. Um, but he's really good. He's got a lot of experience down there. Um, we we talked earlier. I've I've got a million laps down there. So hopefully uh, hopefully we can get it dialed in. We we should have we should have enough time on the track to do that anyway. That sounds like the right combination, Grand and Figure. That's uh, what you want heading into that Derby uh, sponsorship. That's going to be on the thirty-two car. Uh, is Champion following you along? Who you got on the car? You know, we're still trying to figure all that out um, with, with Archie and, and uh, with, with my guys down down there in Alabama. So uh, we're not not quite ready to make that announcement yet, and we're still still working on some of it to, to finalize everything. Um, but yeah, extremely excited about Champion Power Equipment being the primary sponsor on the on the 23 Chevy Silverado this year at GMS Racing. This is uh, something we've been working towards for a long time, but but Champion Power Equipment is going to be a the primary on uh, on our track next year, 22 out of the 23 races. So um, that's something that's, uh, that that we've been working really, really hard towards uh, for a number of years, and and uh, glad we're we're finally able to pull that off. No, oh, that's fantastic news, Grant. I know. Oh man, that is it's exciting. Uh, they're just a dynamite company. I know. Uh, I was there the first race you worked with them, and uh, to see the progression and to see the advancements that. Both you, uh, you, you yourself, and what Champion has done in the sport has been amazing to watch. Uh, and 2022 is going to be exciting uh, with that GMS truck and watching you fly around those speedways. Uh, i got to love your chances. But uh, get this derby done. Uh, get down there. Have a good time. Be safe. You know we're going to be watching you, brother. And uh, good luck with all of it. Uh, I will be in touch. I can guarantee it. We'll find out how everything went on the other side. Sound good? Absolutely, Joe and Joe. And um, you know, y'all basically said it earlier, but I'm I'm holding you to it. I will see y'all at the Snowball Derby next year. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you will. I guarantee you. That, hey, thanks I, so much I for the time, Grant. I might need to get smuggled in, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll work on that. Grant, thanks for the time, buddy. All right, thank you, guys. You betcha. Grant Enfinger, watch for him in the Derby. He's going to be in the 32 car. Uh, We're going to throw you back to Toronto. Well, not throw you back there. We're going to toss you back to Scotty, get you up to date on some news and highlights. And then Hour 2 begins live tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Got old Chase Elliott, he gets turned into the outside wall. Holy cow! The thrill of the race. Definitely sliding into it, out of control. It's unbelievable how quickly things can change in racing. 
you just never know how it's going to play out. Insider access to the drivers. We'll roll with it. We're enjoying it. We'll, we'll collect as many trophies as we can. All right, let's go finish this thing, baby. It's a new normal. Better figure it out. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Thank you. You are the man. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes. Here on Race Time Radio. On Sirius XM 167. We're getting the talks. And just like that, our number two begins live tonight on Sirius X. And let me tell you, our air schedule, uh, things going to get changed up here a little bit over the next month or so here on the channel. Uh, next Sunday night, we're normally on 7 to 9, just like tonight. Uh, next Sunday, the Raptors are going to steal the channel away from us. So Junior and I, we're going to go into the background. Uh, we're going to take next Sunday night off. Uh, we will do some homework and get all prepared for Sunday, November the 28th. And on the 28th, of course, the CFL is starting to uh, wind down, uh, getting ready for the Grey Cup. And, you know, we got lots of finales and stuff like that. Uh, here on Canada Talks, we cover that stuff. So uh, Sunday, November the 28th is going to be a one-hour race time radio. And the same will run true for Sunday, December the 5th. That will be the weekend of the Snowball Derby. So we will have a wrap-up, but it'll be a very hot, very fast hour on November 28th, on December the 5th. And then on Sunday, December the 12th, is the Grey Cup. I don't know how many years, 200 or something like that. <laughs> Not quite that many, but it's uh, it's going to be the 100th and, I don't know, 10th or something like that, uh, Grey Cup. And it'll be held live on Sirius XM, Channel 167. So we will not be on the air on December the 12th. But then the following Sunday, which will be December the 19th, I want to say, uh, we will be back live. And that will be our final show for 2021. And we will wrap up the season uh, we'll get you ready to go, and uh, we'll be back with you in the new year and go straight through 2022, hopefully pandemic-free. That would be so cool. Uh, with the border opened up, uh, things uh, are going to get downright ridiculous for uh, Speed Weeks coming up for 2022. Lots of chatter, Junior, uh, from teams that I've been talking to uh, that are uh, really starting to get that uh, New Smyrna back into focus, not just on the asphalt side, the dirt side, too. Uh, you know, a lot of guys want to go down and run the uh, Volusia County uh, and, you know, do the uh, uh, the Speed Weeks on that side and uh, Lakeland, Florida, and there's uh, Ocala, and there's all kinds of racing down there. Don't forget about the Legends, the Inex Legend Car Series, um, Citrus County Speedway, I think it's uh, Citrus County, isn't it, that they go yep. uh, crazy at. Tim Terry will be getting jumpy to get back down there. Uh, things are going to go back to normal. They have to. At some point, uh, they got to go back to normal. And uh, I know we're sure really looking at, uh, you know, uh, the beginning part of 2022 to get the things back on the rails. And uh, let's get back to it, shall we? The Governor's Cup. Oh, the Governor's Cup. Governor's Cup. Exactly. Uh, it, was, it, was, uh, it was taking place right now as we as we speak. Yep. Um, 
I believe Chandler Smith just won it. Did he? Chandler I don't, I don't Smith know just for won sure. it. I don't know. I don't know for sure, but I'm I'm reading here. Oh yeah, yeah. Multi's asking. Sammy Smith. Sammy. Sammy Smith. Sammy won it with Smith. the 22 for Hamke Race Cars. So. Yeah, good. Yeah, good for Sammy. Sammy, Sammy Smith. Uh, with that's Donnie Wilson right there. I love that racetrack. I love yeah. New Smyrna Speedway. For sure. Uh, been there so many times, and looking forward to getting back down there. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been a long time. Like, even pre-pandemic, I have not been back down to Florida for, I'm going to say, five years now. Five years, four or five years. Uh, I'm ready to get back down there. Uh, We did a lot of coverage from Daytona following the Canadian aspect of it through. And, of course, New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, Normally, like under normal circumstances, we'd have 10, 12 race teams down there from across Canada. We had guys from B.C., from Alberta, uh, of course, from the East Coast, and a huge contingency from Ontario. Artuso's always down there in the five car. Um, Yeah, There's been so many race teams. Uh, uh, Wayne Smith was down there last year. Uh, he had built one of those um, outlaw, what were the, outlaw sportsmen, yeah. outlaw sportsmen that looked like a, a uh, wheelman series. Look, looks like uh, one of the super late models up here, a wedge style body on them. There's sportsmen down there. Very, very cool car. I don't know if I can say who who might be building one. Huh? I don't know if I'm allowed to say who might be building one of them, but there's an Ontario guy that might be building one of those outlaws to go down to go down south for a handful of races, and then and then as well to race uh, part time in in the United Eights at Sobel. So, perfect, um, perfect. That's I don't know cool. if I'm allowed to say it. I'll I'll follow up, and then if 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 I'm allowed to say it, then I'll say it next week. But uh-huh. uh, you know, it really burns me to the core when we talk about when we talk about going to the u.s from canada really yeah no it just it lights me on fire it i just I, yeah no it just well, it uh you know with my whole situation with that uh you know getting kicked out of that times, stupid country times change yeah. and you uh you know like times change and that things can be done yeah things can be done and, i don't know if they, they can be so I was I was deported from that country while applying for my fifth work visa, illegally, completely illegally. And uh, you know, it's just uh, if you're going down to the United States, I I definitely, uh, you know, I, I warn you. Well, to you be careful. Just, just make sure that you've got everything that you need, and make sure you got a contingency. I had everything. Plan. I had everything. You got to make place. sure you got a, a yep. contingency plan for if uh, you know for if you get changed. kicked out illegally from well, a country. Well, that's you can't yeah. really contingency plan that one out. No, like maybe no, like a home can't. plan and an escape yeah. and evacuation plan, if uh, you will. Well, but no, it's uh, yeah, you uh, it's uh, it's a brutal deal. Yeah, it is. But uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's cool. You know, looking at uh, you know what we've got uh, coming down the pipe uh, for for our guys that are heading down there. Um, you know, hats off and and go get it. Pretty exciting stuff. And uh, Delaware Speedway in this hour, we're going to hear from Luke Ramsey, Delaware Speedway with new asphalt. I bet you, uh, like that's it's going to be a speed palace, man. That is going to be a very very fast half mile with asphalt down on it. Now think of how bumpy Delaware Speedway was. Iron all those bumps out. And it's going to be incredibly fast. I know there is excitement galore 
here in the province of Ontario. Let's hope Jucasa fires back up. We yeah, haven't definitely. heard anything about that yet. But can you imagine the short track racing here in Ontario? If you got Jucasa firing back up, you got new asphalt down at Delaware Speedway, uh, and you got the full situation that we've got in front of us. Man, things are looking pretty good on the home front. Yeah, definitely. Things are looking really good. You know, um, uh, improvements being made to Sobble Speedway. You know, you got, uh, you got of course, the stuff happening down in London. And, and then you've got, uh, you know, if Jucasa, like, I, you know, by all by all accounts, you know, for from all the, uh, you know, there's there's so many rumors that are floating around about Jucasa Speedway. But for, for every one of them, there's been a positive, you know, reflection back from Alex Nagy saying, you know, our plan is to open next year. So um, it's, uh, you know, uh, I, I really think that you're going to see Jucasa open. And well, I, I can't so. wait to see, you know, what happens with that. Um, that, uh, you know, it, if it, definitely, had... it definitely places... It places Ontario um, in probably the best situation possible. If, if Jucasa opens, uh, and of course, uh, you know the the improvements that you're seeing um, uh, down down south, uh, it, it 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 really puts everything um, into such a forward facing uh, scenario. It's going to be awesome. If Alex had his way, the tr- the track would have never closed. It would oh, absolutely still be no, open. for sure. And and so, the scenario and all those all those different things. But let's see. They, yeah, no, it's uh, you know hopefully hopefully everything uh, you know comes together and and we have we have some news. How about the NASCAR Penny Series? Everything kind of quiet on that front, but you got to know quiet that but they, loud. Well, yeah, they're loud in the building, background. Building, building, building. It's going to be interesting to see what the schedule looks like. For our national tour, what's yeah. it going to look like? Are they going to go back out west? Are they going to be uh, going east? Are they going to go further east than they've ever been before? Yeah. Uh, there's all those potentials, are right? They, are they going to be able to hit the dirt? <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a handful of things that, that are, you know, you and I had this conversation. It, it, there's a handful of things that are, that are holding the schedule up. Um, you know, from being released. Uh, we've seen every other NASCAR touring series release their schedule. Yep. We haven't seen the Penny series. Now, that is not a new thing. It is. I mean, there's been a couple of times where it's come out in, like, March. <laughs> April. You know, April. it's been, uh, there's been a couple of times where that happens. Um, things happen a little slower as soon as it starts, the snow starts to fly, um, it seems. But uh, when you when you look at, uh, you know, what we're hearing... And from very credible sources, um, there's there's some really good news coming out of the Penny Series, and and some some yes. really some really cool races going to be added to um, an already great series. So um, if uh, if you know, hopefully all of that stuff comes together. I know there's uh, quite a few hoops to jump through. Uh, obviously, the vaccine passport that we see here in in Ontario and across the board is going to come into play a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I hope it doesn't uh, you know kibosh some of the good stuff that we're seeing. Um, but uh, you know, it, it will be interesting to see. Spoke to a really good friend of mine out on Canada's east coast, right out in Newfoundland, actually, uh, and uh, that I'm hearing that he is going to be behind the wheel. Can't tell you who it is. I got a lot of friends out there. Uh, but as soon as that word comes down, you can bet uh, there's going to be some good earthly shaking happening. Uh, 2022 uh, and the announcement. And you were going to hear, like I say, Luke Ramsey is going to join us here. 
there is some huge news for the APC teams. They've needed to get a, you know more payout. The, the teams need it. And uh, from what I could see this week, they're going to get it. They're going to get some more payout. Is it enough? It's never enough. Ask a racer if they got paid enough money, and uh, they, they always say, no, 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 no. We need more, need more, need more. But I'll tell you what, big advancements are coming down uh, and good strides moving forward, and that all pays huge dividends. It's going to be good for the race teams. And uh, let's let's face it, it's got to be good for the sport when, you know, positive stuff like that happens. So uh, looking forward to hearing from Luke. Uh, Sobble Speedway, you got the United 8 Series. Uh, that, that really, uh, it did wonders this year. From an idea, from a concept, look how it finished off and look at where it's going. Yeah, for sure. There was... Uh... There's going to be more United 8s. At more tracks, you can see it coming. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think last year was a was a decent proving ground uh, for you know a proof of concept. Um, started out small, obviously, um, and you know it grew to the to the end of the year with the boss of the beach and and uh, you know I think everybody that tried it out, I, I no the United Eights specifically. Right. It was a huge success for. I think there's a mixed bag. There's a handful of guys, you know, in the mini stock division that that don't agree on the four cylinder side, and that we knew that going in that it was going to be a little bit difficult. Um, the United Eights portion. I don't think there was a guy or a competitor that tried the United Eights that didn't like yeah. it, understand the concept Not immediately, yeah. and and walk out of there with a smile on their face. Yep. So in in saying that, smash success. Um, I think that uh, you know we we talked to guys just last night um, that were naysayers at the beginning, um, you know, of the overall concept that uh, that turned turned the corner and and understood it by the end and and really had you know a, a, a large sense of enjoyment from it. So. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really cool. It'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, what all what all takes place with that. I know that the fours have a little bit of room to uh, to work, but I think that they've got room to work uh, across the board. You know, you Everywhere. look at the bone stock. Everywhere. You look at the bone stock. There are so many variations. Back in the day, there used to be four configurations, right? You had Chevy, Ford, Dodge, <laughs> and, and and a General Motor product, whether right. it be you know Pontiac or Oldsmobile or one of them. But you had four packages. Yeah. Uh, now you got the, twenty of them. the four bangers. You've got twenty, but you've got forty different SKUs on each one of them, and sure. they've all got different parts and pieces. And uh, you can get the same car that is two totally different configurations offshore versus here. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible. Yeah, Junior, we're going to hit this break. When we come back, we're going to grab that new general manager from Sobel Speedway, John Carley, going to join us. Sound good? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Stay with us. We will be back. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. For two decades. Hello, fellow Americans. The artists who make history. It's the music that keeps me going. Have made it. Here, we live 20 years of Sirius XM with performances, interviews, and magic moments from Taylor Swift, Paul McCartney, Bruce Springsteen, and so much more. We're going to do some acoustic versions of songs off of Lover. 20 years, 20 defining moments, one collection. 
only on the SXM app. Thank you so much. All North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Fox News headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Clark. I'm Jim McClendon. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready with you all. From America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or listen on the Sirius XM app. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio Live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Uh, just while we're in break there, uh, Junior's got his phone up. He takes a look. Well, is that on Twitter or Facebook? Do you just seen that? that was on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah, it was Zoom a, Labs. A, a guy uh, doing a radar run on his sled goes zipping by. They're on a lake. This guy goes, I mean, Zipping, cooking by 175 mile an hour. He's zipping 175 miles. I said that's got to be kilometers. Joe said to watch it again, and sure enough, it's miles per hour. Man, that guy is insane. That's getting it. Reminds me of a guy by the name of Larry Wilson. Yeah, (laughs) madman. He's super fast. He was back in the day. Anyway, uh, let's go back to the hotline, shall we? And let's welcome in uh, a guy that is uh, familiar to tons and tons of uh, Ontario race fans. And anybody that's been listening on this very program, you'll know the name. John Carley uh, from the Canadian Vintage Modifieds, president, uh, also a driver. How about the number 19? Uh, John Carley is now the brand new general manager of Sobel Speedway to add to that resume, and he joins us on the hotline. What's going on tonight, Johnny? How are you? What's shaking, Joe and Joe? Uh, just did uh, I, living did I just the dream. Hear that right? A hundred and seventy-five miles an on hour a snowmobile. Ah, incredible, John. That, it wouldn't wanna, be. It would not be me. Oh, you would not. You wouldn't want to turn sideways. I'll tell you that. You talk about big wreck at Talladega. You wouldn't want to do that on a sled. I don't even think you'd. You'd probably vaporize at that speed. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. Imagine hitting the tree stump. <laughs> well, you're, you're, a culvert. You'd be hoping that there is no pressure crack on that particular lake that you happen to be zipping by. I can guarantee that. No, no kidding. John, yeah, big, big uh, news, big, man. Big news. Big I mean, news. Going, going from, I'm still the president of the club, still going to run the club, uh, still going to run the car when I can, um, when I'm not, when I'm not. Uh, when I'm up at the beach and being the GM and uh, doing my duties up there, then Mike Westwood's going to be driving my car. Um, 
any any shows we have at Flamborough before we start up full at at the beach before mm-hmm. the practice gets going. Uh, I'll try and run a couple of races and try and run a couple of races at the end of the year, the middle of September. But other than that, I'll be up at the beach. Fantastic. Man, this is going to fit, I'm telling you. Uh, and I did not know you were going to be the new general manager until uh, I'm going to say that was Thursday we got together. I'm going to say I knew about an hour, maybe, maybe an hour before uh, that you were, in fact, going to be the general manager. And I didn't even know it was going to be John Carley. I just knew it was going to be a John. So that's, that's uh, amazing. there that's was amazing a few. idea at that meeting. I can't believe in the world of the racing community that there are no secrets. We know that. Yep. And, and that it didn't slip out. Uh, it, it didn't get back to you. It didn't get back to anybody else. Uh, but they offered me the job about a month ago. They approached me, uh, which which really shocked me that after 35 years of racing that, uh, you know what, we we want you to join the team. And uh, I, I know I work well with you, Joe, so uh, I thought it was a good fit. It's a good fit for them. It's uh, nice to be part of the team, and I think we can do amazing things up there. I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And when I found out it was actually John Carley that was going to be the general manager, I said, yes, good job, gentlemen. Uh, they chose the right guy. In my, uh, in my humble opinion, John, you come to this with experience. You come to it not only as a race car driver. Um, a, a race car driver is going to be secondary in this. Number one, you are a race fan. And I think that, that in itself right there is, um, is got to be music to everybody's ears, to the race base and to the race fan. Uh, to have a general manager that's a race fan is key. And you are that. Uh, 100%. As I said to you and uh, your lovely wife, Sue, uh, earlier, I don't know whether it was today or yesterday, it doesn't matter when it was, but I did say uh, it's all about you in 22. You, the race fan, you, the competitor. Uh, let's let's make that happen. We want smiles at the beach. You come to the beach, you want to have fun. Come on, come on up, have fun, do some laps. You know, don't try and beat the clock. Yeah, you know that 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 whole you know, there's the United Eights and the combined fours. You know that that whole that whole premise was based on around sitting around a fire at Sable Falls, Denton, Drillard. And once we brought it forward, we brought it forward. We talked to we bug Paul, bug Paul, bug Paul. Paul ended up buying the track, and then Joe and Joe took that idea, ran with it, and built the hell out of it. Like it, like you guys, you guys have done amazing, way way beyond. You know, it's four rules. Yeah. How, how can anybody not like that? There's no tech. Yeah, none at all. Actually, at the end of the race, you can uh, you win the race, you go back to your hauler and you celebrate, just like you're you, supposed to do. When you see that checkered flag and you cross the start-finish line, you won the race. There is no, oh, i got to get through tech. Oh, am I going to be too light? Oh, is my carburetor right? Oh, is my camera right? What? No, you got the checkered flag. You won the money. It's going in your pocket. At the end of the night, you're getting an envelope, and there's your money. Take it and go. Have Absolutely. Fun. And when you look at the overall grand scheme of, of you know the 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 old days of racing, that was when racing was successful, right? It was was when it was like that consistently. You could do that yeah. at every racetrack across the board. Um, you know there there were rules, but there's there weren't uh, you know 
detrimental rules. Did that, you ever that you hear of? Did you ever hear of Junior Hanley or Don Biederman getting disqualified back in the day? I honestly, I'm asking the question. I I never heard of either one of them getting disqualified. Yep. Yep. And and I do think I do think if you can come up with somebody that would say, yep, yeah, they got disqualified at X Y Z track. It was uh, part of the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know, like, I hate saying that, but we, no. we're in the entertainment business. The races aren't fixed. I don't. I don't believe any race is fixed. Right. Right. Like, I, I got to say that out loud. I don't believe right. any race anywhere is fixed. I've never you know, seen got, one that's they, fixed. No. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. It's. But when it comes to the times, you. You got race race monitor. You're sitting in the stands for four ninety nine a year or whatever it is now. You can look at the times. Yeah. There's no there's no guessing. There's the time. He either broke out or he didn't. Right. And it's all in the driver's hands, right? It's it's yep. all up to you. It's totally up to you. And you're not depending on uh so, you know something else to fall your uh, against you. Uh, the, the, you know, to take you out of that race, it's all actually in the driver's hands. So you can't get a better scenario, I don't think. Yeah, you you don't have to buy a brand new chassis every year. You don't you don't have to spend seven nights in the garage to mm-hmm. to keep fine tuning because you have to beat the night. You got to beat the clock. Set your car up for the time and come out and run. Exactly. If you're a race car driver, this, this is more racing than it is who can spend the most money to get to the front. And every series has got every uh, – there's a place for everything in this sport. you got to have divisions that have got rule books, and, uh, you know, you got to follow it to the letter of the law because there yep. has to be a place. The whole idea of the United 8 uh, series, the United 8 division and the combined four division at Sobel – was to get guys back into the sport. It's not supposed to be, uh, you know, you, you want guys out of the Canadian Vintage Modifieds and you want guys from APC to stop doing what they're doing and run this series. That isn't the design of what the United 8 Series is all about. It's yep. it's about getting guys, getting those cars out of the barn and, you, and leaving no person behind. Everybody there's, can there's race. Still, how many, between the two of you, how many cars do you think are still sitting in barns or garages or driving sheds north of Hanover. Over half. That, that, that could run. Uh, I know the rabbit, uh, Van, I can't remember his name. Uh, the, the number one, there's 17. The, the green and white rabbit up there. Right. He said, he, he said it was seven years that car sat in the garage <laughs> or in the barn. Yeah. He changed the oil, put new gas in it, fired it up, come out, won a race. Yeah, he, he exactly. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like all these guys that. That do talk negative about it because they haven't tried it. Then they get up there, they try it, and they go, oh, "Wow, I, I never realized how much fun this is." Yeah, exactly. And and really, the the only guys that that break out are the people who have too much car for the division that it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. If you if you showed up in the back gate with with Stephen Nassie's you know super late model at an APC race and you didn't get teched and you ran and then you got teched out at the end, you would say, "Well, that's." You know that's BS, right? Right. right. Yep. But but in the grand scheme of things, it's the exact same thing. It's I mean, if you've got too much car for the division, if you showed up at the back gate with Brandon Watson's car, a mirror image, and you went out and ran in the APC race, and you got to the end of the race and you won the race, 
I mean, it's it, you're you're it's apples to apples. Well, I didn't see one new guy. Put it this way: I didn't see one new guy or one guy that maybe has one or two years experience driving a race car. I didn't see one of those guys break a time this year. Yep. Did regardless of the vehicle they were in. Well, yep. time, everybody yeah. that broke time. Yeah. And there wasn't that many guys that actually broke out time. Yeah. Uh, no, little, some of the same guys. A, a post out on the guys, how much money the, the top runners made throughout the course of the year, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. And, and also, how many people, how many people had broke out? And when you look at the numbers, it's not a crazy, it's not a crazy number. No, no, and it wasn't guys that have uh, that 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 were either just getting into the sport or had been in the sport for a few years. It was guys guys that broke out were guys that have massaged those race cars and know their race car for a well, long, Andrew, long time. Andrew Gresel, Andrew Gresel, that's probably got ten thousand laps on that. Track. Exactly, exactly, and came into it with a limited late model that was equally achievable. Uh, to annihilate the time that was set. Yep. So yep. He, there is a guy that had to actually not detune, yeah, but he try had to and well, he he put a block in so that he couldn't get full. <laughs> well, he throttle. he put a block in. He put he he, he reduced the gear and he he put a rev chip in right. to to maintain. So like there's a healthy balance. If you just if you just detune and put a throttle stop in, the car is going to be and <laughs> like you can't go. If you just yeah. do gear, the car is going to be slow and it, it can't get off the corner. You, you know, it's it's you know, it, the grand it's, scheme it's of things. Using your bra- it's, it's using, using your, your brain, brain to figure yep. out what you need to do. But none of those things cost you. The corner, yeah, and, and not break the time. Exactly. Yeah. And but the, the 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 overall grand scheme of things is when you put Jason Parker on the racetrack. That class, there's no bones about it. The, the thought process that went into it was 100% centered around the super stock division because yes. that's the division that Sobble Speedway had. Um, yeah. And, and you know, it was the, the time was geared around the super stock division. It just so happened that there's five other divisions out there that can be comparable to the super stocks, right? Yeah. And, and when you look at it, you, you know, the, Jason Parker's car or Lane Zardo's car, um, you know, those two had the best cars Roy Wilkie as well won the final uh, regular night right the first right. race it, uh, of the ba- the boss of the beach um, guys with super stocks honestly had a little bit of an advantage because their cars aren't detuned so when they get yeah, back to the throttle close to what they can run when they get back out. to the throttle they are full out and yes. and they've yeah. got throttle response they've got turn they've got agility they've got all those things when you have to detune a car like a limited late, you can't get to the throttle like you can, and you can't utilize that power, and you yeah. can't utilize that nimbleness that the car has or the agility that the car has. So you have to detune those things, and 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 in order to you know be able to drive full out. And uh, if you try to play the game, if you try to lift a little earlier, if you try to play the game and and you know hit the or, brakes or like hard, a little harder, give, give the leader a little bit of a push and make exactly. them break out. Yeah. That, those are the games. But if that's, you if you that's try, what we want to see. Yeah, and if the you game. if you try to play those games and you push it too far, you pay the price. Wow. And that is yeah, the yeah. And, that and, is and and Parker when he pushed him could have broke out too. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You're you're talking of a tenth of a second, a hundredth of a second. Yep, thousand. A yeah. thousand. Oh, yeah, we, of a we go right to point zero zero zero. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, if you're just tuned into Race Time Radio, we got John Carley with us. Of course, you're used to hearing John as the president of the Canadian Vintage Modifieds, which he still is. 
Uh, he's also the new general manager at Sobel Speedway. Uh, and John is with us on the hotline. John, uh, some uh, you must have in your mind already, uh, and maybe I'm putting you on the spot here. Have you let your mind drift to say, hey, this is one thing that I know as the new general manager of Sobel Speedway, this is one thing that I am going to change. Uh, that, that maybe it's something that's been in the back of your mind uh, when you go, because I know you've loved the beach forever. But is there one thing in your mind that you look at and go, hmm, I know exactly what I'm going to do now that I'm the guy. Uh, I'm going to change this. Is there one of those things? Make, make it. I don't want to put myself on the spot. You put me on the spot. But <laughs> I'm I don't trying. To, but but that's, it's all good because it, everything we do, uh, the whole team and everything we do as fans and other fans, hey, anyone, anybody wants to Facebook me and give me ideas, give me thoughts, give me, not publicly, like if you're going to be negative, don't be public. If you've got a problem, text me. Sure. Uh, or, or Facebook me. Uh, private message me. Uh, tell me what's going on because we need the fans and the competitors both. I want whoever comes to Sabo Beach Speedway, Sabo Speedway, or the beach, I want you to have fun. I want you to want to come back as a fan or a competitor. If you're not happy with something that happened that night, not, don't, you know, don't, <laughs> don't text me and tell me you're not happy that the 23 car touched you. Right. That's racing. That's right. But, but your whole experience. If you have positive or negative comments, reach out to me. Stop me at the track. Say, hey, listen, I appreciate what you're doing. I'd like to see, you know, a different kind of toilet paper in the, in the you know, simple things like that. Like things that your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whoever, that they, they don't like coming to the track because they don't like the toilet paper or they don't like the hamburger or they don't like whatever. Right. But, okay, let's see what we can fix. Let's make the experience. Like I said, all about you in 22. Let's. Let's fix whatever. We're going to listen. You know, not to say that the staff before didn't listen or ownership or anybody else. Right, right. But we're going to listen. If you have a problem, reach out. Let me know. That's That's, cool. That's the one thing I'd like to change. And the the other thing I'd like to change is we're licensed. Right. We're, We're a licensed facility. We have a bar. We have beer. We have coolers. We have... We have great hamburgers. We got great French fries. We got great food. Uh, Sue does an awesome job with the concessions. So, come, come on up. We we want to open the speedway. So when you come up there to camp, you want to come up on a Thursday night or Friday and camp Friday through to Sunday. Hey, we'll give you an awesome deal because you're there to see the races. Come on, come on, come on up and stay. And and if we have enough people doing that, we'll open the bar on Friday night. We'll open the barbecue pit. We'll we'll have food. We'll have alcohol. You you can come on up. We can you can bring your own alcohol, but you can't bring it in. You can't bring it in. You know the license area. You can't bring your own alcohol. Right. But right. We we want to make it a destination. You're going to go to the beach anyway. Okay. If you're up there, maybe some, one of the things that we could put into place is if you're camping there, maybe we can put a shuttle back and forth to the beach, so you don't have to drive. So if you're up there and racing at seven o'clock on Saturday night. Maybe we can get a shuttle that runs from noon until 4 o'clock. So every hour on the hour, so they're taking you to the beach or bringing you back. So your family can go down to the beach. You can still be at the racetrack. That's cool. John, I know you, uh, given enough time, you are going to come up and you're going to change uh, the fan experience at that racetrack. You're going to change it for everybody. 
uh, it's going to be pretty cool. I can tell you, I really look forward uh, to, to being with you throughout the course of uh, 2022 and beyond. And uh, it's great news to hear that you are the new general manager. And uh, it's it, it, it's going to be a blast. I can see it. I can hear it in your voice, my friend. And when you get excited, I know everybody's going to get excited. I'm just buzzing sitting here going, I just, I'm so wound up. I, I love the Canadian Vintage Monoplex. I'm not turning my back on that. All, all of my fans that follow my team, we're going to keep the team going. All the fans that follow the Canadian Vintage Monoplex and want me to stay on, I'm staying on. I'm not walking away. All this stuff that the president needs to do gets done before the drop of the first green flag. So all, and, that, and I have an awesome committee behind me. They're all 100% behind me on this deal. They want me to take the job. They, they want me to stay on as president. So they will run the, the, the weekly show on the, on the Saturday at the track. During the week, I can still be involved. But, but this is a dream come true. To, to be part of a racetrack such as Salvo that has such a history. Um, I, I, how many years is it? 53? Uh, 53. It started in 1969. 69, okay. Yep. yep. Okay, so 50 years, a little over 50 years. Yes, sir. Right? Like that's, that's, we want to keep that going. We want that track to be there another 50 years, but we need it to be a destination. You know, slowly it started falling the car count started dying, the fan count. You know, we had COVID. We had, well, we need to bring all that back. We need to get the cars back to the beach and, and make it, like I say, make it a destination. You're not just coming up to race on Saturday night. Your family's coming with you. Come on up. They they don't have to come in and watch the race. They can stay They can stay in the campground. They can stay at the campsite. They can have fun. You can still be in there racing. Everybody's happy. So, Let's see what we can do. We, and we have other things that we want to do with the track, uh, like Snowcross. I think it's 6th, uh, 7th, 8th, or 8th, 9th. 7th, 8th, 9th. Yep, 7th, 8th, 9th. Of January. Yep. Uh, Snowcross, come on up. Come on up to the Speedway those days. Check it Check it out on the Facebook page. You'll see the dates. You'll see all the information. We're going to have Snowcross. That's, I, I, I believe you put that whole deal together. So that's, that's, uh, that's something going forward that I think we're going to do every year. Well, I can tell you this, John Carley. Uh, we look forward. We got, got to let you have some time to uh, get some thoughts put together. And uh, I know it's going to be exciting just knowing you. Uh, it's going to be a hoot. Uh, but we got to get running. We got to hit a yep. break. And when we come back, we're going to have Luke Ramsey. We'll talk APC and Delaware Speedway. But, John, we got to thank you for your time tonight. And uh, congratulations, my friend. This is going to be a real good dream. Uh, that has come true, and it couldn't happen to a better guy. Thanks for having me on the team, and uh, thanks for giving me the time to voice my thoughts. Hey, we're going to have a blast, Johnny. Thanks thanks for the time. All right, we'll talk to you soon. John Carley, uh, General Manager, Sobble Speedway. Hit this quick break. Luke Ramsey coming up on the other side. You're a troublemaker. Troublemaker. Mm. <laughs> you ain't nothing but a troublemaker, girl. Glenn Watts, the driver of the 22 Race Two Way Oscar Super Late Model, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Get your race fix anytime online. www.racetimeradio.com. Also available on Facebook. Just search Race Time Radio. And as always, you can drop us an email. Info at racetimeradio.com. 
Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home. From two wheels to four and so much more, Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Rev TV offers you the best seat in the house to feel the rush. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Canadians will camp like never before this season. Family time will be spent outside, around the campfire. Be prepared for all the elements. Be sure to pack quick wick fire starters. No need to haul paper or kindling. Just pop a quick wick fire starter into the pit. Add your wood and presto. You're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick wick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indiganish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Sirius XM is now the home for the best of podcasts. I'm Virginia Heffernan. This is Critical is a far out, sophisticated cultural criticism show for all generations. It's not phony, anti-woke controversy passing as heresy. It's not hair splitting by libs about premium TV shows. Here, I'm committed to keep nothing off limits, nothing dumbed down. Here, this is Critical on the Sirius XM app. Now home to the best collection of podcasts. Free for most subscribers. Download it today. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers, get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Whether it be radio or racing, side-by-side is no problem for these guys. Let the fireworks begin. We're back to the two Joes. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So glad you could tune in tonight. We uh, surely do appreciate it. And let's get back to the hotline, shall we? I'll tell you what. This next guest has been busier than a one-armed paper hanger. I can guarantee you uh, the uh, the amount of news that has been coming out of Delaware Speedway and out of the APC Series uh, since that final race of 2021 that was a real barn burner this year. Uh, Luke Ramsey and his staff, his team, uh, the whole thing has just been uh, – uh, these guys have been working overtime, I can guarantee it. And uh, Luke Ramsey joins us right now on the hotline. Luke, how are you tonight? I'm great. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, a lot of people have been dreaming a long, long time about asphalt at Delaware Speedway. Uh, it's it's true. It's true. Uh, they've got new asphalt. How is it looking at Delaware? I've seen the photos, and uh, I could just imagine what it looks like standing there and touching it. Yeah, it looks great. I mean, obviously, we don't we don't know until we get cars on the track how it's all worked out. But uh, we're we're pretty optimistic, and I think that uh, 
you know, JR Excavating Crew did an amazing job getting the place ready to go, and now we'll let it sit for the winter and look forward to the spring. Oh, Luke, uh, watching it, like just looking at the photos, of course, that, uh, you know, on social media and stuff, I was trying to follow along uh, as time was uh, coming along. And, you know, I got kind of nervous there a couple of weeks ago. I'm thinking, oh, my God, the weather is turning so quickly here. The temperatures are dropping. Uh, it was actually back in 1997, it was November the 6th, actually, that I paved Sobel Speedway. Uh, back then, and I know uh, when we had the paving crew from Miller uh, was there, uh, we had the trucks all lined up, we had everything all set, and we had to have a minimum temperature of 5 degrees Celsius before they could start putting it down, or it wasn't optimal, right? It had to be that temperature, and uh, we were fortunate at that time, we hit the right temperature and down the stuff went, Uh, but I was looking at the forecast and how things were unfolding for us, And a couple of weeks ago, we started having snow on the ground. I'm going, oh, my God, this can't be happening right now. And then look at it. Turned right around. We got some of the nicest weather we did all fall. And you guys definitely, it hit right in the right sweet spot, correct, Uh, when you were putting the asphalt down? Yeah, we were very fortunate. The the day that they put the final coat on the asphalt was a beautiful day. I think it was about 16 or 17 degrees. So, yeah, we got got lucky there and luckily... uh, you know, some of the partners pulled some strings to, to get us that date and make it happen. Yeah, you got to love it when a plan comes together. Now, Luke, when I look at the photos, uh, the turns, uh, turn one and two, turn three, four, those were all concreted in, right? You didn't have to take up the concrete. Uh, you guys went to the concrete, right? It's all asphalt down the front and all down the back. Yeah, the, the theory is, and Joe, I mean, we won't know if we're right or wrong until the spring, but the theory is that we, we felt that the concrete was, was good, the asphalt was worn out, the guy that was on the bottom on the concrete had a distinct advantage and it didn't lead itself to side-by-side racing. We're hoping with new asphalt it will provide more grip uh, and a, you know, obviously a smoother ride. That, uh, you know, that, that guy in the second groove, it may be the preferred line, but we'll definitely have a chance to, uh, to make a pass out there. So that's the thought behind it, and hopefully it works out. Uh, when you go by the numbers, and I know I can well imagine you guys, uh, you know, in the office there, but uh, even better still, in the shop, when you guys are, you know, sort of doing the uh, the roundtable stuff, how much time do you think, uh, you know, uh, like an APC Pro Late model is going to pick up on Delaware now that the new asphalt's down? What are you thinking we're going to see as speed gains? Or do you think it's going to be kind of a, well, it's got to be faster than what it was because it's going to be smoother. Yeah, I think it's going to be faster for sure. I, I'm thinking you may see an APC car get down the, and break the 17 second, you know, get down into a 17.95 or something like that. I don't know. Joe, Joe Jr. would know better than me, but uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be bad fast, and it should be interesting to see what guys can do. Oh man, is it ever? Uh, you know what we're going to have to do, Luke? We're going to have to do uh, somewhat of a lottery or a contest. Uh, come to and they got to go to the thousandth of a second. Uh, to see uh, who can come closest to what we're going to see come those uh, the, the, the first show there or something. We could have a lot of fun with that, but uh, it, it is a guessing game, right? Uh, we, we never know what's going to happen until it does, but uh, uh, the performance advantage, the side-by-side that it's going to lend itself to. Um, uh, when you look at a track like Bristol, it's got concrete in the corners, right? And it's 
asphalt down the street, or was that concrete all the way no, around? You're thinking Martinsville. Is Martinsville. it Martinsville? Yeah, Martinsville is concrete down the like in the in the center of both both ends, and then you've got asphalt down the down the straightaway. It's very similar, but. Uh, Bristol is concrete all the way around. You don't have a problem with tires sticking to concrete. Oh, God, no. There's lots of grip. They hook up. Yeah. Did the grinder, Luke, when they were grinding the racetrack, I know they would have had to grind it down a bit, did they even touch the concrete, or did they stay right away from it? Um, well, when we were grinding, we found some issues. There was a, they called it the sidewalk coming out of four, which definitely led itself to single groove racing, cause, or sorry, out of two, because if you weren't in that groove, you were in trouble. Um, and also, there was a big bump coming out of four, so we, we, we had to grind the concrete out of there and take it back just to get rid of that, get rid of that bump. You know, against the wishes of some of our teams for sure that felt that because they raced there, it was an advantage to know how to how to get the car to handle out of four. Right, right, yeah, just just similar to the guys uh, down south when they started talking about repaving uh, Atlanta. Right, they were all yelling, "Don't touch it! Don't touch it!" Uh, the guys that were fast and making hay on it were saying that. Uh, but everybody else, the guys that were paying the bills were saying, come on, let's fix this track. I can well imagine. Uh, it, it, it's great news, though, to see Delaware Speedway. Uh, so now no one touches it, right? No one's going to be allowed on it. Let it cure. Or are you guys, you know, if we do get another beautiful weather stretch, are you going to let anybody out? No, we're not going to have any race cars on the track. I uh I had my, my buddy Coxie call me and say he wanted to drive his truck around it just to check it out. But there's not going to be any race vehicles on the track till the spring. We're going to let it cure and try to do this the best way we can. Yeah. And the, the I guess the schedule, the plans and everything for Delaware Speedway haven't looked. Uh, do, do you guys got tentative stuff up or is there anything uh, right now? Do you plan on opening earlier than normal? I guess not, right? Like you guys are the first to open anyway. Yeah, I think we're planning the middle of May. I mean, obviously, we're waiting for the touring series to get what they're doing out there. Um, and from APC, we're close to a schedule, just waiting on uh, to see what's happening with Chukasa. And once once those dominoes start to fall, then I think you know, I think the schedules will come out quick from everybody. I know the tracks have met and guys are close. It's just just waiting to uh, you know, things have got to fall in a certain order here. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and in due time, right? Uh, we can't. Uh, it is only November. Uh, we can't be rushing it too much, I guess. Uh, and speaking about that, Delaware Speedway looking fantastic. Big news coming out of the APC series, which Luke Ramsey, you can talk on both fronts here. Uh, great news. We got uh, the teams have got to be uh, eating it up, man. It looks like they're going to get uh, more money to start, more money to win. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, we were hopes of doing this after 2019. Um, we thought we felt that was a great year. That was the, the, uh, the end of the fifth season for the series, and we wanted to take it to the next level. Obviously, we're all affected by uh, the, the pandemic uh, for the last couple of years. We had a great year this year. I reached out to the, the track the track operators and said, guys, I think we're at a do-or-die time with this series, but we gotta get we got to get the teams what they need to keep keep going, and I think full car counts are important to the series. And I was really pleased that everyone said, "Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's work together." And I think it's important to the whole industry to keep this uh, this tour alive. Oh, it's in everybody's best interest. When you're done racing Saturday night racing, if there isn't another level, uh, you're either picking up a fishing pole or knitting needles. Uh, if there's not something in play, and uh, definitely the APC series is next level stuff, and that is uh, actually career career type material. Uh, with with the way everything is going, 
uh, it's got to be good news for uh, the whole industry when, uh, you know, th- things start happening the way they are right now. Uh, the, the banquet, the awards, uh, what happens this year? Luke, do you got a, an awards presentation yet? Or with the pandemic, are you guys shut off on that? Or what's happening? Well, we'd love to do it. Um, nobody likes to have a good time more than me. But I just, you know, typically we do it in the middle of October. And the, the uh, vaccination passport was so new. And we had to commit to, you know, we had to put a fairly sizable deposit down on something that we weren't sure was going to be a success. Uh, we are talking now that everyone's kind of getting more comfortable with the rules and, and, and getting their vaccine that maybe it's something we try to do in February or March just to kind of kick off the year because we do have two years' worth of champions and uh, rookies of the year and lots of teams that deserve to be recognized. So we'd love to do it. We're just trying to figure out what the, what the best what's in the best interest of everyone to make it happen. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, what, what do you say? We just trade it all in for an excellent two twenty or 2022 and beyond. Every time it seems like we go to lift a little wee bit, uh, the next thing you hear is, uh, oh, the numbers are going up here, going up there. It's just uh, it, the, the, the kind of stuff that makes us all pull our hair out. But let's all pray that we have a perfect 2022 and beyond. Uh, I know that's what everybody is shooting for. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. How about schedule-wise, Luke? When do you anticipate the uh, APC series schedule to come out? Uh, even if it's tentative, when do you expect to uh, for that to hit? We hope to have that out before December 1st. Well, that's so good. Next, next week or so, we're close. We're really close. Like I said, we're just waiting on a couple things, and uh, we'll get that scheduled. I know the teams want it. I know the tracks need it. A lot of people are waiting on us, and we're not trying to hold people up. It's just a matter of trying to figure out the last few things here. Now, how about the uh, Quick Quick Super Stocks? That was a new venture for you this year. I know it was a build-on, uh, but it was really the first year, good solid year, of Super Stock. It was a successful year. Uh, what, what are you thinking there? Uh, the same sort of thing when the uh, Pro Late Model Series, the United uh, schedule comes out. Will the Super Stock one come out at the same time? Yes, it will. We'll be five races with that again this year. Uh, we'll run at each of the tracks. Uh, one, one of the uh, hopefully at each of the tracks, anyways. Uh, one of one of the APC races, and there will still be a home track uh, a portion to to that championship. I think it's important to make sure that we we keep guys running at their home track and, and not just doing the tour. Sure. Yeah. 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 And keep it rolling. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, do you expect, Luke, and not to put you on the hot seat, but we see it with the APC Prolate model side, do you expect the Super Stocks to get a bump in payout, or are those still announcements to come? Yeah, I know I do. I, uh, uh, I mean, Joe, the big, the big misconception out there is that United Racing Series, which is the company that owns the APC Series, runs, you know, owns the Quick, the Quick, Quick Series, and, and really we don't. That's something that the tracks worked on together to make happen, and really what we do is market it, and officiate it. The decisions as far as rules and purse and stuff like that is a, is a group decision by the tracks. I can tell you that they're looking at it. I mean, they started one place. They understand. We understand it. I'll speak from the track owner standpoint. So we got to make sure it makes sense for those guys to keep coming out and traveling around and doing the tour. So, yep, there's news to come there as well. Okay. Well, we'll have to keep our ear to the pipe. Uh, have to keep it tuned to Race Time Radio, and we will. Uh, uh, definitely uh, be looking forward to December, seeing the schedule, 
And uh, it, it, you got to be ready for a holiday, or at least the guys have got to be getting ready for a holiday now. Uh, you guys have had your foot mashed right to the floor in Delaware, and with everything else, uh, are you going anywhere? You ready to take off for a couple? I'm trying to. I'm trying to get out of town here and there. Uh, actually, it's been a. I mean, I probably lost focus a little bit on on the mothership there and selling auto parts is the one that actually pays the bills. So I've been focusing on that, and getting that going, and. We got a great group of people to help out with the United Racing Series and Delaware Speedway, and they're uh, without them, this, none of this would have been possible because it was a crazy summer. It sure was, Luke. It was a good one. Uh, keep your foot to the floor. Uh, well, get a little holiday, and uh, can't can't wait to find out what that Delaware is going to do, and look forward to seeing the uh, 2022 APC schedule and beyond. You have a good one, and we can't thank you enough for your time tonight. Thank you, guys. Appreciate everything you do for the sport. You betcha. Have a good one. That's Luke Ramsey, the United Late Model Series and the APC Series, Delaware Speedway. And I uh, forgot about the auto parts end of it. Uh, he is uh, kind of a jack of all trades and uh, going after it. But it sounds like, hey, still lots more to be announced. Good to see Delaware Speedway getting smashed fault. What do you think? Do you think they're going to pass? How much time do you think they're going to pick up there, June? Uh, yeah, I, I think for sure they'll be in the in the seventeen seconds. I, I would half say half a second, half a second quicker. Yeah, it depends on what what the tire does as well. Um, like obviously, uh, the the thing that was holding back pro late models and really super lates and and even the modifieds um, was the bumps, right? You, you can manufacture a tremendous amount of speed today. Um, I thought when you, know, you ran bump stops, it stopped all the bumps. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't get as aggressive on bump stops when it's a bumpy racetrack, right? Oh. You need the suspension uh, because if you go, if you're mashing on the bump stops, you're 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 on the tire as hard as possible, right? Well, now so, now your tire becomes so, your suspension. Exactly. So yeah. what happens is 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 when it's bumpy, you need the suspension to be able to ride over top of the bump. Uh, otherwise, the, those little bumps become jumps, and as soon as you disconnect from the racetrack, that snow cross. you you are now losing speed. So whether that be the drive tire, whether that be all four tires, whatever it may be, you unload the car. So um, you know, on bump stops today on a smooth racetrack, you can you can maximize every ounce of grip out of these cars. So I wouldn't doubt, you know, just looking at, at the overall speed of things. Now, the ends at Delaware mm. are, are tricky because one end is newer than the other in the grip lane. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, three and four, uh, when they poured it, originally it was smooth. Like, I mean, too smooth. Too smooth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, they polished it. They had to rough and, it up a bit. And, you know, over the time, I, I took a walk down there this year. There's a groove there now. And and there's a tremendous amount of grip in both ends. They they were smooth uh, to begin with. So I don't think that you're going to see more corner speed. I think you're going to see more drive off, and you're going to see more drive in. The guys are going to be able to carry it in deeper, maybe break a little bit later, and utilize that extra grip. So um, really, I would say that you're probably going to see you know a seventeen eight to a seventeen seven five. That would really? be that would be in that would be. In, in my, my guesstimation. Do you know what question I didn't ask that I kicked my butt I didn't ask now? What no. are the rule changes? So you see if you got a rule change that are going to speed the I car up. I think they're up. locked in. 
I think uh, they're are they? In. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, there you go. No, I don't have to ask. I don't think then. there's any major changes. Like you're so, not going to see it. You're not going to see a, a big swing like you did a couple of years back with the Red Seal versus. If the, we see some speed increase, then it's going to be asphalt related or a- track as- related. Asphalt related, but it's it's mainly just being able to utilize the the grip level that's in the car already existing. Yeah. Well, we got lots more to talk about. We're going to do it uh, not next week, but the week after. You're going to have to join us then. We will be off next week. Enjoy the Raptors game here on the channel. But that is going to do it for Junior, myself, and Susie Q. uh, Right here in the Race Time Radio studio. Uh, Really appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we will be back with you on Sunday, November the 28th, uh, from 8 till 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. But that's it for us. Be safe, everybody. And we'll catch you next time right here on 167. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.